Welcome to Investing, Earning, Living podcast. Your hosts, Marika and Marek, who went from nothing to multimillionaires in their early 30s, will show you how you can invest more, earn more, and live more. How you can go from zero to a multimillionaire through strategizing, diversifying, and increasing your earning potential. Invest more, earn more, live more. Welcome to Investing Earning Living podcast. My name is Marek. My name is Marika. And in today's podcast, we would like to talk about yield and return on investment. Actually, we want to talk about true yield and true return on investment. Uh, why is that? When you're buying a property or properties, apartments uh, or any type of uh, real estate investment, uh, the agents will talk about yield and return on investment uh, and they will calculate their own way, their own yields and their own return on investments. So in investor world, they will say ROI for return on investment. Now, you as an investor and we as an investor should never look at the yield uh, or return on investment from the agents and agencies selling the properties because they are always incorrect. Do you agree? Yeah. Uh, you should always calculate true return on investment and true yield. And what do I mean by that? Um, the agents and the agencies, um, estate agencies, real estate agents, they do not calculate the cost that you still have to incur while purchasing the property. They only calculated the cost of property, uh, which would be the price of the property and the rental of the property. But they do not calculate the true cost that you guys incur, such as taxation. If you're using sourcing agents, you need to uh, pay for sourcing agents to 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 you know for the commission. If using project management money for your project management companies for your renovation for your refurbishment, um, that is not calculated. And this is the sort of numbers you have to always calculate because it's in your interest to know the ex exact numbers of your investment. The agents do not care. All they care is about the... Um, the commission. The commission mm. and the profits. Yeah. Anything you want to add so far, Marika? Um, all I want to say is that it's really important, um, especially if you're starting out, um, to know all the different costs um, you're going to incur when purchasing a property. So as you mentioned, you know... Um, things you may not know about, for example, taxation and what sort of tax you would be paying when purchasing a property, um, something that is called um, stamp duty land tax. Um, and for every purchase, I mean, at the moment, um, there are some exemptions in terms of stamp duty. Stamp duty um, land tax is only called in UK. Yeah. yeah. So let's keep it to tax of your property that you need to pay to government and local authorities if there is any in your areas, in your countries. 
yeah, you need to check the regulations in your country. Yeah. And there might be different thresholds as well. Correct. Correct. So um, TROI, it's true return on investment for those who are listening. ROI, it's return on investment. Yeah. The other um, factors we might as well mention straight away, which will be mentioned in this episode, is is uh, estimated market value, which is future. Uh, sorry, it's estimated future market value, which we call a EFMV, and future market value, which is called FMV. That's mm-hmm. the short short that we use in in, in invest property investment market. Mm. Some people also say is a fair market value. Fair market value. So it depends well. on you know what teaching you follow. Correct. So to give you an example, we're gonna do a quick calculations, um, and then if you want us to repeat this uh, on a whiteboard in the future, we will do as well. So uh, let's start with true return on investment, Marika, for our listeners to understand. And I'm I'm proposing easy calculation. So let's say we based it on three-bedroom house. Um, that would be a house uh, in UK. Let's say anywhere in Northwest England, for example, in the Midlands. And the acquisition price, which is AP for short, or uh, purchase price, which is PP for short, would be £100,000, 100K. Uh, you then assume, let's say, we well, let's assume for only uh, exercise purposes that the renovation of this property would cost you £25,000. Okay. And like Marika said, there would definitely be taxation. So in England, UK, uh, it's called stamp duty, land tax. Uh, normally in UK, it's 3%. So we're going to go in this example with 3%. However, for those are listening and are new to it, always, always use stamp duty calculator or tax and land tax calculator, which every government is providing on the websites. Yeah, because your situation might vary to our situation and to your friend's situation or family situation. The tax will be different stamp duty tax, your land tax, your property tax, your real estate tax will be different to every single person. Um, And it will also be different if you're buying your first property, if you're buying property, which would be uh, BTL, buy to let property. It will be different if you've got many properties like ourselves, you've got many properties. So the tax is always different. Anything you want to add to it? No, I think that's it, yeah. Okay, so with this example, we're going to say it's a 3%, that would be 3% of 100K, mm-hmm. which would be £3,000. Uh, the other cost that you always have to add to your TROI would be your legal costs, and that is what uh, the agents will never include. Mm. in the calculations for the return on investment but we're calculating true return on investment therefore we're adding all the cost that you need to incur as an investor so the the stuff that are not included it would be stamp duty would be a 
legal costs, searches costs, uh, sourcing, project management, as I mentioned. So in this case, stamp duty is 3% of 100K, which is 3K. Legal cost, let's say it's 1K with searches. Mm. I think it's important to mention on that legal side that um, as you say, the 1K would be in relation to like a three bedroom property, a standard freehold property, because when you go into leasehold properties, when there is leases involved, there is a lot more work. And the same with commercial properties. Um, and on top of that, if you are purchasing with finance, there will be again further costs. So legal is just indicative cost for a standard three bedroom um, house and is a standard purchase here. We're talking about freehold and paying with cash. Um, that will be the indicative cost for this type of a property. Yeah, so we're basing this example on cash purchase. Obviously, if, if you're applying for mortgage, then you need to apply the the there'll be additional costs, costs there. and percentage of your mortgage therefore mm. the calculation will be will differ but for this example just to make you guys aware it's a cash based three bedroom house cash purchase easy example 100k reno 20 uh, sorry 25k reno 100k acquisition price 3k at 3% of uh, 100k yeah, is the stamp duty land stamp duty. tax. 1K, that would include with uh, all the searches. Yeah. And what are the searches, just so the guys know? Yeah, it's the different searches. Is mainly most of it uh, provided by the council. Um, the solicitor would apply on your behalf onto the council for the different type of searches. Or not only to the council, could be to, to different places because you've got like searches such as like environmental search, um, you Coal know, mining. the water, mining, flooding Flood areas, flooding yeah. risks. So these are just examples yeah. of the searches that uh, the solicitor would run on your behalf. Um, if you are buying with a mortgage, there is additional searches that the lenders may request. Um, it's just something that you may need to be aware of because there might be additional costs because of that. Because each for each of the searches, the solicitor will pay um, separately so they will ask for money on account from you um, at the start of the purchase um, and then if there is a requirement to run additional searches then they will ask you for more money but they will pay for each of the searches individually correct yeah and uh, you can have more in in extensive searches yes or just a standard and uh, we had example and that was in uh, london kingston upon thames uh, the example um that wasn't our purchase, it was my friend. He did extensive searches and there was a pipeline running through his garden with um, from oil refinery uh, where there was uh, a diesel, um, mm. or what you call it? Uh, um, petrol. Petrol, yeah. no petrol, no diesel. Uh, yeah, anyway, it, uh, it uh, there was a pipeline mm -hmm. going, going mm -hmm. through um, his garden and there was a government pipeline and he wasn't allowed to dig for more than a two meters mm -hmm. uh, under his garden. Mm -hmm. He had to know this. So yeah. this is the sort of things you, you're you going to come across by doing searches. The other thing we need to mention is the local council. Um, mm. For those who are not UK based, local council, it means local authority. Uh, they are the ones we need to approach in UK. Uh, 
uh, to do the searches uh, and they collect all they have all the data and they collect all the new data as well yeah in each country i suppose the purchase might be slightly different so there may not be the need um, for running all those searches you know perhaps that's not the procedure in your country but this is how it is in the uk and that's why we uh, we are including all these costs uh, just to explain to you you know what are the indicative costs for such a purchase like a three-bedroom house yes. in the uk and then if you are not if you are if you are not using a sourcing company so sourcing company uh, it's quite common in uk and europe where you find an external company that because you don't have time if you have a full-time job or or you are busy with your um, renovations or project management or anything to do with that uh, you might use external company to actually find you the deal so for purposes of this ex exercise, standard price in UK uh, per deal finding fee is £3,000, sometimes £3,000 mm. plus VAT. We do have our own sourcing company, therefore uh, we, we would charge £3,000 plus VAT, but on this occasion, well, let's say £3,000 to make the exercise easier. And then project management, I think going back on that sourcing note, I think it's important to talk a little bit more about the sourcing okay. and why would people use um, a, a sourcing company? What would be the advantage of using a sourcing company? Because people may think like, oh, let me just go and find a deal myself and therefore I will save the £3,000 rather than paying it to the sourcer. So maybe I think it's worth explaining a little bit on that note. Why would you want to use a sourcer? Yeah. Um yeah, go on then, but yeah. make it make a short and basic because that is going to be on another episode as well. So yeah, so just maybe quickly. Um, so by using a sourcing company, you would be saving yourself. You may possibly save yourself a lot of money because a sourcer would have a really good relationships with the local agents because they would be so like for example we've been in the area for for quite a while it's been three or four years maybe even Seven different now. yeah um, but uh, we, we've been longer in the area but we have had a proper sourcing business established probably yeah about four years yeah. ago or so um, and so the reason why you you would use a sourcer because a sourcer would um, would have a really good links with estate agents. They've got a really good negotiation skills. Um, they are uh, the uh, local agents would know and trust um, us as a sourcer or you know every other sourcer that's been in the area mm -hmm. for a while. And especially when you would have purchased something then there is more element of trust because they know that you've done it once so you've got investors or uh, you know aligned or you as yourself are able to purchase a property if you have done it before then you're more likely to proceed to a completion um, of a property so yeah that's one of the reasons why you would use a yeah. sourcer also a sourcer would know the area a lot more yeah yeah, you would know. He would know uh, ins and out of the area, and and obviously what to look out for, what to avoid, and uh, okay. And so on. I think that's for another episode yeah. um, to go into more detail. Yeah, yeah let's. Move and on. then, uh, if you if you're not renovating, refurbing the house yourself, the the property you acquiring, uh, purchasing, um, then you would use a project management company. Uh, or project manager to look after the the builders make sure or maybe you would pay the architect for project management and that is usually 
in UK and Europe, I found that that's a 10% of renovation price. So to recap on our calculation, purchase price 100K, uh, refer price 25K, 3K uh, for stamp duty uh, tax, which is 3% of 100K. Um, but please do use uh, tax or stamp duty tax calculator. Uh, legals, including all the searches, would cost you 1K. That's what costs us. Anyway, if it's more, you might want to negotiate or find another solicitor. Uh, sourcing, if you're using sourcing company, would be around 3K. Project management at 10% of your renovation price, which uh, in this example is 25K, that's 2.5K, yeah? Mm -hmm. The total spent, which is TS of that, is 134.5K. Um, therefore, now we're going to do the calculation for you. Now you can grab a pen and paper. Now, based on that example, let's say the house, the future market value, the FMV or EFMV, estimated future market value, fair market value is 180K after renovation. Therefore, the, the, the formula that you want to do, the calculation you want to do to calculate your, tr your true return on investment, so TROI, would equal to future market value, which is FMV for short, that is 180K, minus your total spend, your TS, which is 134,000 0.5k yeah mm -hmm. equals we always say x mm -hmm. which is equal the the, the the amount is x in this case is 45,500k so 180,000 fmv minus your total spend is 134.5k equals your x amount in this case is 45,500k now we move to the second formula, which is your X, 45,500. You have to divide it by your total spend, your TS. So X divided by TS. And that is equals to 0 0.338, right? Now, what you have to do that 0.338, you need to uh, uh, calculate it into percentage. In this instance, we times it by 100, or you because it's two zeros in 100, you just move your de decibel by two to the right, okay? So you discard the zero and you move two, two points to the right, which was equals to 33.8%. Mm. Now, your total arrow, uh, total uh, sorry, your true ROI equals 33.8% in this example. That's very high, right? It is very high for uh, return uh, for true return on investment. Now, there might be some other costs, uh, such as you know, uh, agent fees, uh, agent fees that you need to calculate. Um, I don't know, uh, insurance fees. 
yeah. we don't tend to calculate them because we really know what we want however for true return on investment you should be really uh, adding them up okay so all of your cost added together uh, this is your uh, true return on investment and the calculation as we have mentioned which i'm gonna to repeat is troy true return on investment equals future market value fmv minus your total spent that is equals to your amount of x right we call it x and then x divided by total spent equals your uh, percentage of uh, your true return on investment times times it by 100 that is your that is your true return on investment now we need to mention that if you're doing flips or you're selling the predominantly you selling the property um we you want what what was the percentage you want to base on is we always tend to do 16 percent mm. yeah so anything 16 percent and above for standard three bedroom two mm. bedroom one bedroom house it's good that's the that's the rule yeah. anything above 16 percent uh, I think it's important to mention capital gains as well yeah. as uh, additional expense if you are flipping a property. Correct. And um, that's something that you want to check out. Yes, yes. Uh, so, yeah, you if you're doing it all yourself and, you know, if you're going to renovate the property yourself, then you're probably going to save a little bit of money on the renovation instead of using external company. You then don't have to use a project manager or architect that you need to pay project management to them. That's a bit of saving. Um, if then, you find the property yourself, you won't have to pay the sourcing uh, agents to do that. So the percentage obviously will be higher in this instance uh, instead of 33%. Yeah, but that's only if you know what you are doing, I would yeah, say. Yeah, if you're experienced you know. and, and you're really confident you can do it, then obviously the true return on investment will be much higher. However, if you're using this formula and you should be using this formula to calculate your true return on investment, then you need to aim at 16 plus on a mm. standard purchase. Um, obviously, if it's a HMO, home of multiple occupancy, then the true return has to be higher. Mm. Yeah, what would you say, 20% plus? Yeah, it depends what your plan is with it, what what, what you would want to achieve with it. I suppose I think we it's are, hard we to are, flip a HMO, right? Yeah, but we always you aim know? at 18%, yeah. isn't it? No, 20%, I would say, 20 25% on return on investment. That would be for HMO. Um, yeah, but as a standard uh, flip, just go for 16 plus, you know, don't mm -hmm. go under 16 because then if anything goes wrong, if anything is unforeseen, if the builder wants more money for extra job, then your percentage start going down. And that means, mm. you know, um, the margins are not big enough for you to earn good money, especially mm. if, the, if the property you're selling, it's going to take two years to sell. And believe me, some of the properties take even longer to sell. So the golden rule for us is 16 percent or above otherwise we're not looking at it okay that is after all costs 
obviously the higher the better but what you need to be mindful of is it is quite difficult to find a property especially when you are starting out to give you 16% plus uh, you know especially some people are looking for example we know many experienced investors who are looking at 25% uh, plus but then these people are experienced they know what they're doing they've been in the market for a long time yeah so yeah if you are starting out i would advise 16 percent plus is that what you should be looking at and aiming at at least to get one in the after bank after all costs right yeah after, after all, all costs, costs. Yeah. so you know your risks are minimal obviously there is always a risk to all property investments or any investment there's always risk so you need to understand that but if you calculate absolute all cost and you have 16 percent mm -hmm. or above you pretty much eliminated most of the uh, most of the worries, I would say, and, and risks. Okay, let's move on to mm -hmm. uh, true yield. Mm -hmm. So when you're talking to agents, um, they will tell you, oh, the, the property is yielding at 14%, 15%, 10%. Again, they do not calculate all the, all costs, the costs that you are incurring again. So for purposes of this exercise, we're going to use exactly the same amounts to make it uh, easier and worth your while. So acquisition price, purchase price of your real estate, your, your investment property, your property is 100K. Renovation would be, uh, or refurbishment in that case, 25K. Mm -hmm. Stamp duty tax uh, or land tax or property tax, real estate tax, uh, it's 3% based on 100K again, it might differ for you and your circumstances, your situation and your local authority. But in this instance, we're using 3%, which is 3K. Your legals, again, 1K with searches. Um, if you're using sourcing company, let's keep it simple. We're using the same, the, everything is the same. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be easier for the listeners. 3K, if you're using stem company to find you a deal. And then project management fee is 10% uh, at £25,000 for your refurbishment, which is 2.5K. If you're using, again, architect or uh, project manager or project management company, um, this is a standard mm -hmm. price mm. that you charge in UK and Europe. Well, anyway, we have a project management company and this is what we always charge. We always charge 10% of any renovation cost. Mm -hmm. if they want us to look after the projects okay therefore the total spend again is 134,500 so TS is 134.5 uh, the FMV fair market value future market value is again 180k we're gonna keep it the same however in this instance it's not really doesn't really matter if it's worth mm. that much after renovation because we calculating the yield and the true yield. And when you calculate the true yield, the main number that you need to know is uh, your rental per month mm -hmm. or per week. In this case, let's say three bedroom house, Northwest England, uh, Midlands in UK will cost you 750 per calendar month. Roughly about some of them is more some of them is less, let's say 250 per, per calendar month. 750. Uh, sorry, seven, 750. 750, and that will, what you would be receiving from your tenant per calendar month. Per calendar yeah. month, yeah. 
Now, before we go into the formula of it, if you have a leasehold property uh, that you're purchasing, then you would include your service charges, you would include your grand grand rent charges, Um, again, your total spend, all costs that are incurring to you uh, in order to get the property and have it rented. Yes, so to calculate your monthly yield, you have to factor all those costs per month um, and subtract it from the rental value you will be receiving from your tenant. Correct. Okay. So your total yield formula is, in this case, let's say TY. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true yield, not total yield, true yield, uh, which is TY equals your rental per annum. In this case is nine thousand pounds because it's times twelve. Yeah. We're charging them seven fifty per month. Uh it's twelve months in a year. Therefore mm-hmm. the total uh rent per annum is nine thousand pounds. So true yield equals nine thousand pounds rental divided by your total spend, your TS, which is hundred thirty-four thousand five hundred. Yeah? Yeah. And that would equal to your X amount. Again, we call it X amount, which would be not point not six seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your T Y true yield equals rental per annum divided by your total spend equals X, and that X in this example is not point not. Six seven, and we're doing the same thing as with your true return on investment. We times it by hundred to calculate the percentage. In this instance, is six point seven. Or if you move the the dot by two, because you have a hundred there, then it will come to six point seven percent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now the golden rule that we have as investors in you and most of the investors we know are friends and business partners our golden rule is eight percent or above however the 6.7 percent is not bad at all it is good 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 yield good true yield because it's after all costs so you know that you are going to be getting uh, 6.7 percent profit annually on this property However, for us, uh, 8% is uh, or above is the golden rule, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, what we would be aiming for. We would be aiming for 8% or above. Now, but again, 6.7 is not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, it's not bad. And uh, it's worth mentioning that anything above 5, which is like uh, what I mean is half. Yeah. So 6.6 we would say it's 7%. If on the previous example, it was uh, 33.8%, we would say it's 34%. We always run them up uh, to the closest five. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, 6.7 is not bad at all. We will definitely consider it. However, mm-hmm. it's not in within our golden rule, which is anything above 8%. 8 or above, we will definitely go for as mm-hmm. a standard buy to let. Do you, would you agree? Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, and why? I told you before we <laughs> shut the 
episode why it's eight percent um, it's because of the percentages so if um, percentages in relation to your mortgage so the the mortgage that you would be getting everybody would be um, would be getting a different percentage based on their credit file for example um, so the yes so because we mentioned we're doing a cash purchase this is on a true yield on a cash purchase mm -hmm. now if you are if you have a bad credit history or the credit history is not great or if you are international investor if you're not resident in uk or if you investing somewhere else for example in europe or, or or america usa now if you let's say in this example if you are from japan or australia and you're investing in uk uh, our standard mortgage prices will be now what two three percent uh, yeah, as, no, as a resident as a resident yeah and um, with a good credit file with a good credit profile yeah uh, if you are international investor and you're investing in UK therefore you're not going to get a three percent or two percent high street mortgage what I mean from high street mortgage big banks like Halifax, Barclays, uh, NatWest, they will not they will not give you mortgage at 3%. Uh, you will probably get 4, 5, maybe 6% mortgage. So if you if you are aiming your uh, cash purchase property, your investment property at 8%, and then after your renovation, after all your process, you're looking to refinance and you get it at, at 4%, then you still have a 4% clear profit from your investment. Uh, so this is a golden rule, especially for the guys who are not from England, from the United Kingdom, Kingdom from Great Britain and you're looking into investing here in 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 this island of ours then this is what you really need to be doing you need to be looking at true return on investment at minimum of 16% and true yield at 8% or above in both examples do you agree yeah that's correct okay um, again, due diligence, it's a, it's a, it's a big factor in, in both examples. So you need to know what you're doing. If you're still not experienced enough, get a property coach, um, or get a sourcing company. Um, obviously you still need to do due diligence on, on, on your coach mentor, on your, uh, sourcing company, on your project management company. Uh, but if, if you are in, in a quite experienced investor then i'm sure uh, you know what you're doing if not refer to our true return on investment um, calculation and formula refer to our true yield formula uh, this is what everyone does as a experienced investor it's not what we came up with we copied that from big time property investors uh, many many years ago and thanks to that uh, we've got what we've got so far um, 
anyway me myself i'm a property investor so so if you need any questions any any comments i'm here to help i can always you can always you know ping an email to us uh, mm. yeah at info at com. exactly can you repeat info that? Us at com. so it's info at investingandingliving.com and you can also if you're not listening you want to watch us you'll be able to watch us on our youtube channel so please subscribe give us feedback give us comments uh, yeah we're here for you we're here to help you um to start up on your journey or accelerate your journey um yeah feel free to but reach also out to if us. you are going to subscribe on our youtube channel don't forget to press the bell button uh, to get the notification that's where we will be coming up and there'll be many 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 episodes about properties about gold and silver and all type of investments there are some huge interviews coming up um, and the one thing I need to apologize yes the studio is still not finished we've been overwhelmed with with work uh, yes property purchases property recently, purchases yeah. this year uh, you know have taken heavy. a lot of time mm. of us so we wasn't able to finish it yet but we will so it's gonna get better we're gonna get better uh we want to give you as much content as much value as possible so the more feedback the more comments you give us the better we will get on that note it's not what you get now it's what you get out we love you all love your work and we we'll see you on the next one bye see you soon bye thank you for listening if you have enjoyed the podcast, remember to like and subscribe on your platform of choice.